What is going on, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Rahil Jaswal alongside Aiden Blank, and we are here for our week, what is it now, four prediction? Week four? Yeah, it's crazy to think. I don't yeah, think we ever thought it would get four. this way, but we're in week four of the NFL season. So um, we've got a couple of interesting games um, to talk about, so let's kick it off. So Browns versus Cowboys, two teams that um, – I both per- I personally do not like you have the two uh, both teams are two and run one right now uh Aiden who do you see winning this matchup uh well I think overall I think the Cowboys probably win I, I don't like the Browns very much I don't think yeah. they have a, I think their their philosophy is just completely wrong I'm not a big fan of them I, I'll go with Dallas I'll take them with four and a half points um yeah. I think again they're probably my favorites to win the NFC East at this point um because nobody else can do it so I will, I will take Dallas in this game. Four-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Weird little matchup, two-and-one versus one-and-two, but I'll take them. Yeah, um, I, I, like, I like Dallas, but at the same time, you, you never know with how bad the, the – you know, with how inconsistent the Cowboys can be. You know, Fair. we talked about how realistically they should have lost that game to the Falcons. Um, so they realistically they should be sitting at zero and three right now, but uh, luck. But lucky for them, they're not. But yeah, the thing with Dallas is they're always um, they are usually like the idea of how good they could be, and it's always like this: the idea of how good they could be and what they could do is always what pushes people, and especially me, to take them. The idea that they have Dak and Zeke, they're always going to be a threat. It's a very tough team to pick against because they're always going to be a threat and there's always a chance that they have a crazy day and win big. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, there's also, they've been really, you know, last year they blamed it on Jason Garrett. Um, so they, they, they've been really, you know, even with last season, you look at the talent. I mean, they should have easily be, they should have easily won that division with how many injuries the Eagles had, but for some reason just couldn't win the, you know, with the, the big games, you know, we yep. saw them against Chicago, against Buffalo. So they've been really disappointing. So there's always that aspect that just you never know. But to be fair, it's the same with Cleveland at this point. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're so, right. Same thing I'll, with Cleveland. Yeah, I'll go with Dallas. Me too. I will, I will take them on that. <laughs> All right, next up, Chiefs and Patriots. Um, you know what? We can circle back to that at the end because that is a game that we definitely have to get into a little bit. Uh, Saints and Lions – Interesting little matchup. Detroit is one and two. So are the Saints, but the Saints have lost to two very, very good teams. They played three very good teams to start off. I don't think this is much of a much of a hard pick to make. I will take the Saints. Four and a half point favorites. They're on the road, but four and a half point favorites. I like them. Yeah, I like them. I like them as well. Um, you know, everyone's kind of freaking out that, you know, they've started off rocky, you know, one and two, but I would say with New Orleans fans, you know, maybe I think they need to, or people that are saying the Saints are not, you know, are not contenders, I think they need to relax. You know, obviously, when you lose Michael Thomas, a man who caught, a guy who caught over 100 receptions last year and broke the single season reception record, obviously it's going to take some time to get the offense sorted without him. And, you know, Drew Brees, again, never had the biggest arm. But I will say, um, it's getting to four weeks now. So watch for Emmanuel Sanders. He should be more integrated into that offense. And I suspect that. Without Michael Thomas, he'll probably be the number one wide receiver in Drew Brees' safety blanket at this point in time. But I'll go with them to beat the Lions. I mean, I don't – the Lions are not 
are not are not that great. They've really been they've really been a disappointment under Matt Patricia. As now they did get yep. Kenny Galladay back, but I'll go with the Saints and and also the Saints. Another uh, calmer for Saints fans. They have the second easiest schedule, so I'll go with New Orleans. They played three really good games, though. Two of them, the Buccaneers and the uh, who did they play? Packers. Sunday, the Packers. I mean, they've and they and they could and they were you know, they teams. were and they were in that game versus Green Bay, um, right until the end until the absolutely, point, so. absolutely. It was a good game too. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Raiders and Bills. Interesting little matchup again. Another weird kind of game you don't see these two teams playing that often uh Raiders are two and one the Bills are three and oh I don't think either one of us figured that the Bills well maybe the Bills but at least the Raiders would be two no. and one yeah. um it's a two and a half point spread I think I like Buffalo with the points I'm, I'm I'm and I'm literally doing these picks as we go I haven't done my picks yet um I like Buffalo I think they remain undefeated listen Vegas is going to be a contender especially with the extra playoff spot uh, this game was moved to 425. It was moved into this. It's going to take the slot of the Patriots and Chiefs game. So it's okay. no longer one of the one o'clock games. It's now a later game. Uh, this is in Vegas. I like the Bills. Um, I'll, I'll take yeah. them with points. Listen, Vegas could come back and upset. I wouldn't be surprised either way. Yeah, um, I like Buffalo. I'm really high on Buffalo. I really like him this year. Uh, Josh Allen has been playing great, and he. I know they almost, you know, they almost had an epic collapse, but they were able to get through versus the Rams. The Raiders, I like, but again, they're still a little. I still wouldn't trust them as be. I think they're definitely a contender for the wild card spot with the extra, with the extra playoff spot. So, but I'll go, I'll go with Buffalo. But again, you know, a couple of years ago, we wouldn't view this matchup as very, you know, interesting, interesting game. But I'll go with Buffalo. I like them even with the points. Last game on our short little slate this week: the Vikings and Texans. Uh, it's a three-and-a-half-point spread, but it's in Houston's favor. It's a battle of 0-3s, which is a little odd. I don't think either one of these teams should be 0-3. I don't trust the Texans at all. Even at home, I trust Minnesota much more. I think Minnesota's had some very good games. Remember, they've, they've played some very tough games. I like Minnesota. I don't – I mean, they played the Packers, Colts, and Titans. Those are three teams that will probably all make the playoffs. Um, and listen, they've contended with every single one of those teams. So like a 43-34 loss in week one versus the Packers, they were ahead for a little bit. Uh, 28-11 loss, they couldn't get the offense going week two in Indianapolis. And a, and a one-point loss last week to a Titans team that I think I'm, I'm very, very high on them. So I like uh, Minnesota. I think they get their first one of the season. I do think they'll be contenders for the playoffs. I think, uh, listen, last year, Remember, they came in. We all thought that it was going to be another year of Breeze making it to the NFC Championship, or at least we were going to see a really good divisional game. Um, and they, they, they beat the Saints really bad. I think this is a team that shows a lot of promise. Um, and listen, they gave San Francisco a little bit of a fight in that divisional game too. So um, I like Minnesota. I don't like Houston. I think Houston's going to have a very bad year, and I think they need to seriously start to make some moves. Yeah, um, usually I'd go with Minnesota, but just I think maybe just because the way the Houston Texans played last week, they played they played the Steelers very well. Um, you know, it kind of it kind of went a little not um little sideways in the second half, but they played them well in the first half. They put up twenty one, I think twenty four actually in the first half on a defense that is probably Super Bowl Super Bowl caliber. So I think that's positive signs. But I mean, realistic. But again, I, the reason I chose this game was because it's so interesting because. 
both of them have but I wouldn't say the Texans have been super disappointing we kind of expected a uh, a downside without DeAndre Hopkins but the Vikings have been probably one of the biggest disappointments this season like you lost Emerson Griffin and Stephon 100%. Diggs 100% but a lot of that team is still there you know Dalvin Cook is still there you know, Kirk Cousins Adam Thielen so and you know that defense has always been at least you know good enough so it's really it's 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 been a real disappointment to watch the Vikings this year so for that reason I'll go with Houston, but again, again, you know, it realistically, you just never know with both these teams. Yeah, I agree. I think it's a little bit of a toss-up with that game. Uh, all right, so the game that we put off, because we don't know when it's going to get played, Kansas City and New England. Uh, Adam Schefter was reporting this morning that they're basically penciling it in for Tuesday night, which I think is the smart decision because you can't really do it Monday night. Um, in my First of all, in my opinion – it's too early. I think you, you have to, they're going to want to have wait. They're going to want to wait um, a little bit more. Um, I don't think it, I think it was too early to switch to Monday, um, Tuesday night. CBS is going to want it solo. Also, you can't do a Monday night doubleheader because neither one of those games is on the West coast. So it's Kansas city and new England, it's Kansas city, six and a half point favorites. I don't really know what to think now. Um, Cam Newton's obviously not going to start or even play probably. I think Kansas City probably runs away with this. Yeah, without, without Newton, Cam yeah. Newton. 100%. Uh, you know, before I was, we were all looking, really looking forward to this because, you know, the Patriots have been, have been pretty good this season as of now in the first three games they've played. But, I mean, with no Cam Newton. But, I, yeah, I mean, I think Kansas City will run away with it. But I'm interested as, as if – Cam Newton was got it from another player in the Patriots organization or whether it was, whether it was something to do with the Raiders game last week. I, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do about the Raiders. If they're going to bother, I don't know, bother checking them because they played new England last week. But I mean, hopefully it, hopefully it's just, again, simply, you know, we saw the outbreak with the, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Tennessee Titans game. So I'm hoping that the NFL can kind of, cause I think, I think they're hoping that it kind of figures itself out. So I'm hoping that they find a way to adjust the schedule. Cause it's not like baseball. Where you can just play what two games in one day. You can't play two football games, NFL games in one day. It's just not, it's just not possible. So this, this, this really, this really gives it really makes it a tough situation for, for the NFL at this point this season. Also considering you're four weeks in, which is not that, which is not, which is not even really close to halfway, only a fourth of the yeah. way through the season. Hopefully Cam's back next week. They're probably going to make him sit out two weeks, unfortunately, because I know yeah, 10 days likely. to 14 days is usually the quarantine time, mm -hmm. um, unless by some miracle he's able to get a negative test before then. So he's probably out. I don't know who they're playing next week. Um, they are playing Denver. I mean, that's a tough game. Denver looked meh. They did not look good on Thursday night, and that's a topic for another podcast. Um, I mean, listen, if you're going to play somebody without Cam Newton, it's probably the team to do it. But I still think that they're probably going to lose next week. They're going to have to seriously figure out what to do. Belichick's going to have to work his magic because Cam's probably not starting next week. Maybe he comes back two weeks from now when they, uh, when they play the Niners, which is a big game for them. I mean, it's not exactly the toughest schedule here. You got the after the Chiefs, you got the Broncos, Niners, Bills, Jets. Bills, probably toughest game there. And then you get the Ravens. Um, 
I mean, one of the only one of those games is basically an automatic loss without Cam. It'll just be a matter of how soon can he get back. Yeah, and we'll see what the situation is with the 49ers injuries, whether they'll they'll get some of their weapons some of their weapons back. Because even if I because I think what San Francisco plays Philly uh, on Sunday night, and I think I think even yep. with all the injuries, they probably. <laughs> They probably win that game. What a bad game game that's going to be. I was surprised NBC didn't flex that. Um, I know this is like the first week they can flex. I was surprised they didn't get like maybe the Bills and Raiders or somebody else into that slot. I mean, you've got a team that's 0-2 versus a 2-1 team that doesn't have like their best players. Um, And even the Monday night game, 0-3 versus 3-0. I was surprised that – I know Monday night is totally different because ESPN can't flex that early – um, I was surprised that NBC didn't flex. Um, I personally would have gone with, I mean, you've got some decent games. Um, maybe you've got, uh, not Panthers, um, Chargers, Buccaneers. You could probably flex that game in. Um, maybe Browns, Cowboys. That's an interesting game at least. Um, I'd say, I'd say you could have, I think the game they would have flexed is probably Bills, Raiders, um, Colts, Bears. I don't know how the Bears became 3-0, and but that, yeah, Bears that, are 3-0. Um, you could have flexed some of those games. Even we didn't know till today that Kansas City New England wasn't going to get played, so you could have flexed that game into prime time. I was surprised that they didn't that they chose to have this game and didn't want to. I mean, this is if you were going to use a flex, this would be the the week. You've got two teams that are just going to suck this season. They're poor, they're going to be I mean, bad this season. I think maybe I don't know if they want to get Joe Burrow some maybe national attention on the big stage. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why, because he's an exciting rookie. But I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, both these teams right now are tra- uh, both the. I, mean, I went to the. Oh, Joe Burrow. What am I thinking? No, it's the <laughs> Eagles and the. No, you were thinking. You were thinking Wentz, and I mean, these are still pretty young guys. Yeah, Wentz is again, and also Wentz. I guess is probably one of the biggest talking points. Right now, I mean, Bengals Jaguars. They're oh, it's zero and two versus one and two. But I mean, that's still a still two of the most exciting quarterbacks in the game. You've got Minshew and Burrow. I yeah, wouldn't, um, I wouldn't have been surprised if they decided. I mean, they've taken a gamble like that before. They had Cowboys and Browns last year, and they they've done that before. Yeah, um, I think I think maybe it's just because what's going on in Philly, even though it's 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 hot garbage, it's something kind of maybe everyone wants to you know. They can't take their eye off. Everyone wants to see what's going, what's going on in the with the situation in Philly. Also, um, I do. I think the 49ers, even with the injuries, I think they're they are still a, you know, an okay to decent team. I think Kyle Shanahan's offensive offensive mind when it comes to all the different schemes he runs, is um is great as well. So they'll be just fine. But uh, Aiden, do the do the um do the Eagles ever after the tie versus Cincinnati? Do they consider switching to? Jalen Hurts or is it or is it still Carson Wentz I think it's not quite yet jump off the Wentz train you're only 0-2 and you do have a tie so you're not winless you are winless but not without um, a result other than a loss I mean again I said this I think a few weeks ago you have to wait don't jump into it yet but if you start to tank a little bit, you go oh five and one, oh six and one, or two and six, or three and six. If you if there comes a point where you're basically ready to call it quits on the season, maybe that's a position where you do something like the Giants did last year and you give the reins to Hertz and let him run the ball club. And I mean, clearly Wentz is not going to do much better. It's worth a gamble, just not yet. 
Yeah, the only, and the also the also the thing is if you make the switch right now, you can't go back on it. It's not something where you you bench Carson Wentz and two weeks later, okay, okay, Carson, you know, get in there. You know, it, it doesn't work like that. If you if you make this switch right now, you are essentially giving up on Carson Wentz, who they gave they gave that contract to. So it's and also you know we we talked about is it Doug Peterson? Is it the coach? Is it is it the offensive line? Is it is it Wentz? But, you know, they should have won that game versus Cincinnati. There were so many points. I mean, they were in field goal range with at the end of overtime. And they just yep. caught – and, you know, too many yep. careless penalties. Wentz, I know, made the big play to send the game to overtime. But but still, um, there's one more game that I want to get to, and that is the uh, – the, the, uh, what was considered maybe my potential AFC championship game preview, the, uh, the Chiefs and the Ravens last Monday night. And the Chiefs won it. 34-20, it honestly could have been a lot worse. Um, Kansas City really let them back in the game, Baltimore, in the game at the end. Lamar Jackson threw, I believe, for 98 passing yards, which is a career low. And Patrick Mahomes threw for somewhere around 350 with four or five touchdowns. So, Aiden, what do you make of this? And uh, kind of – because there's always uh, – Lamar Jackson has taken a lot of heat for it, but what are you, your thoughts on – that game as well yeah it was a good game um really good game i didn't watch all of it but i did i definitely enjoyed it i think the monday night booth is very good they got it right congratulations to espn they finally got people that besides i mean first time since Tarico that i've actually enjoyed listening to a monday night crew other than i i did enjoy mcdonough but i know there were extenuating circumstances i'm um, really good booth really enjoyed it um, good game, probably, yes, I agree, going to be the AFC Championship. Um, although, I mean, there there definitely are contenders. I think the Colts have a legitimate shot. Um, Rivers has kind of hit a second stride of whatever it is in his career. Maybe he gets them back. Uh, the Titans are always going to be pretty good. Um, I mean, there's, there's, some de- there's definitely some good teams. I like the Steelers a lot. Um, there's some very good teams in the AFC that I think have a chance. But if I had to pick two teams that would that I would say right now we're in the AFC Championship, it would be these two. Um, uh, like we said, uh, I said Lamar's taking a lot of heat for that game. But uh, with the way they with the way they look, do you think there's a possibility that the Steelers could steal the division at this point? Because the Steelers are three and zero. Maybe. Let's keep that in mind. Maybe. And- um, Baltimore has had their problems. I don't – I mean, listen, I, I don't think they were as good as they were cracked up to be on Monday. I think they had a little bit of a problem. But they definitely were able to rebound. Um, so, at least there's promise. I still think that they're probably going to win the division. I don't see any way around it. Um, I mean, there's nobody else really in that division. Maybe the Bengals, but probably not. Um, there's, there's a chance that the Steelers win it, but I think probably right now the the uh, the – Ravens are still the favorites. I, I'd say so. Um, uh, but it's going to be interesting. We'll see. And also, we'll see if Lamar ends up hosting that home playoff game, maybe hopefully with fans, what he does with it. Because last two seasons, they've hosted two playoff games, and they've been, so far, pretty pretty disappointing. So that is all um, what we have to talk about uh, for this episode. Um, we're going to try and get you a Yankees a separate episode with the Yankees and Rays preview for their divisional series on which starts Monday night. So look for that. And otherwise that thank you all for listening.